Hey, what's up, guys? My name is uh, Joe Rivera, and you're listening to my Chicago Bears made fan fan made podcast, Green and Barrett. Uh, today, we're just going to be another quick podcast throughout the, throughout the off season, you guys. It's going to be a lot of quick podcasts. I think only like maybe during the draft and free agency will you see anything longer than 15 minutes on my podcast. Uh, so, you know, just to give you guys a quick tap into everything that's going on with the Bears, uh, the NFC, maybe around the NFL a little bit here and there. Because uh, right now it's a little exciting. It's going to die down in a couple of weeks still once uh, all the coaches are hired, all the assistant coaches are hired, all that fun stuff. The you know Then we got we to gotta lead up to you know the free agency and then the, the draft. And then after the draft, then uh, the OTAs and back to football again. Duh. Um, anyways, today we're just going to talk about um, players who are, uh, who, who are going to be free agents or possible free agents. Uh, this upcoming off season, and uh, some players that I think uh, we could cut, you know, uh, I, I think uh, players that we can save money on by cutting, um, or just cutting it all, saving us a roster spot for uh, a better player, and um, you know, possible assistant coaches for uh, Nagy or Nagy, Nagy, I think it is. Uh, to other people say it, and I think it's Nagy, Nagy. Whatever. Anyways, uh, a couple of possible uh, uh, assistant coaches. Um, we, we, we already have uh, two already. Uh, we got um, the offensive line coach. Uh, what the hell's his name? I don't know. I'll tell you guys in the next pod, guys. We got an offensive line coach. Uh, he used to coach the Bears in 2005 to 2009. Uh, I think that's when we were a pretty stellar uh, group of, of offensive linemen. He's uh, coached some of the best ones in the college ranks, and now, he, now he's coming back to the Bears. So that's nice to see. Um Anything else? Uh, Dave Ragone is uh, said that he might keep his he might keep his job as the quarterbacks coach, um, you know, uh, and I think he might stay. Uh, I, I think uh, Nagy likes him, uh, so I think he might keep his spot. Everyone else, uh, I know our running backs coach. I know he left for um, for the Broncos, uh, and uh, and I know uh, I don't I know that Loggins, like I said in my previous podcast, left for the uh, Dolphins. So those are two spots that already don't need a spot. Uh, so, with that being said, let's just move on to free agency, or possible free agencies. Uh, players who I think, uh, players who are up, we have 20 altogether officially of players who are coming up to free agency. Restricted or unrestricted, um, doesn't matter. They're just looking at players who the Bears might sign or not. Um, number one, Prince Mukamura. I think the Bears have to resign him. Um, only because he's talented. He's more. We're more talented without him at that position. Um, and uh, like I said before in the past, him and Kyle Fuller, we have to resign. Kyle Fuller is the next player. The Bears didn't pick up his fifth yard option because he didn't do nothing uh, the year before in year three. So year four comes up, and we didn't pick up his fifth year option. So he ended up balling out pretty well. Uh, not, not. I'm not calling him Darrell Revis in his prime, but he did two, a pretty damn good job. And decent uh, and decent cornerbacks are hard to come by, and they kind of get paid out. Uh, if you want a prime example, look at Stephen Gilmore and AJ Bouye on the on the Jaguars. Anyways, um, Principal Kamara and uh, Kyle Fuller, I think they both need to get resigned, uh, only because yeah, they're just more we're more talented with them. And if we are going to let them go, we have to replace that talent. But uh, it kind of has to be one of those things. We, you know, we have to. We you can't get rid of talent if you don't replace it first. I feel that is my that is my thought process. Um, number two, or number three, I should say, on the list because I already took up Kyle Fuller with, with those two spots. Uh, Zach Miller. Um, to be honest with you, I honestly don't think he's going to come back. Uh, I think he might retire, but if he decides to, I, I honestly don't see. 
why we should keep him. Um, I honestly do think we should just let him go. If it's if it's this year, then I I know he's one of the more loved Bears, you know, fan favorite, you know, team favorite. Um, and I, I but you know, I just think there's no place for him on this roster with Deion Sims and Adam Shaheen, and we're still trying to bring up Ben Broniker and um, Daniel Brown. You know, so I honestly do believe he just needs to go. Um, unfortunately, uh, Zach Miller, I, I I think we need to let you go. Um, next up, uh, Doncho Inman, because he came in uh, he came in halfway through the season just to go to the free agency. Uh, also with Kendall Wright, and I think those two players, uh, I, I think they need to get resigned as well. Uh, those two guys, because um, like I said before, it's 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 all about you know talent, and they're and they're more and we're more talented with them at that position. You know, Kendall Wright and 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 Dontrell Emmon, I, I think they're both very talented receivers. Um, if you know, I I honestly, and especially Dontrell Emmon, he didn't even have an off season with us. He just jumped in right in. Um, and I think that Loggins and John Fox just misused him. Um, so I honestly think he needs to stay. If Kendall Wright doesn't stay, it's only because he's not one of Nagy's boys. So, but I think Dontrell Emmon needs to stay. Uh, and Kyle Wright as well. I think Kyle Wright had had some chemistry with uh, with Trubisky. Next up, um, we got Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez, he needs to go. There's no, there's no reason for him to stay. He, he gets hurt half the time, and he's on the bench. So I, I don't want him to stay. He's gone. Um, easiest that for me. Uh, Tom Compton, uh, on offensive line for us. Um, I think he needs to stay. Um, he was a good backup for us. And um, Eric Cush coming back off that ACL, we don't know how, how he's going to be when he comes back. So I think Tom Compton needs to get resigned. And he's also not that he, he's also pretty in his not he's not old, but he's not young. He's right in the middle where he's he's at a good age, and he's going to be he's a reliable offensive lineman for us at any position. I feel like um, so because he proved that during during the preseason for me at least um, watching him during preseason games play at different positions. So I think. You know, I think he has a good grasp on being an offensive lineman, a backup. So I think, you know, it's necessary that we keep him. Um, moving on to uh, to Christian Jones. Christian Jones, same de- same deal. Same deal. Um, I don't think he's super talented. I do think he is. He's one of Vic Fangio's boys. And I think due to the fact that he plays outside and inside linebacker, and he's also, you know, good at handling the play calls now. I mean, or Vic Fangio at least trusts him. I don't. I don't personally trust him as well as Vic Fangio does. You know, I prefer Nick Wachowski to be the backup. You know, but uh, Christian Jones. You know, he's my third favorite linebacker. Uh, you know, that's that's not that's not Lane Leonard Floyd. Um, so, um, yeah, but uh, Christian Jones. I think we need to resign him only because he's one of our more uh versatile linebackers i should say and you know having someone that's versatile i think it saves us a spot it's it, it's good to have a player like that that can do two positions so you kill two birds with one stone and you have another position open up for us on the, on the team so i think christian jones needs needs to get resigned um sherry mcmanus he's more special teams and granted uh, i i do think he does make a difference on our special teams, but not that big a difference, you know. And I think if it all hinges on one player that bad, I don't think we should keep him at all. To be honest with you, um, I, I honestly do think we need to get another because you know good, good special teams coordinators don't need just one goddamn player. If you want the best example, it's Dave Tope. He's he has to be the greatest, you know, that, that I've seen. Um, you know, when when Devin Hester w- would go down, he had you know Johnny Knox. When Johnny Knox, you know, whoever the hell else was playing for us, he always had someone that was pretty decent at, at returning. 
at returning kicks and punts. So, and 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 they never hinged on one player for us to for us to be good on special teams. It was always decent. So I think special teams, you know, depends more on the coordinator than it does on the players. <clears throat> Would I like him back? No, I also think he's a little too old for my taste. He's already in his thirties. You know, he's he's been here so long that he's been here with Lovey Smith. So I honestly do think he's just one of those players that just you know, I think their time's up here. You know, and I I just think they're too old. And I think we just need to get younger at that position. Um, and we can't be wasting roster spots on special teams players. We're just not that talented. Like I like I've been saying since last off season, we're just not that talented to 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 be to be dictating roster spots for special teams. You know. Anyways, uh, Mitch Unrein. Mitch Unrein. I think we need to resign him. He's a free agent this off season. Um, um, I do think he has he has done his job very well. Uh, he was a solid player for us, and I think uh, with Jonathan Bullard, you know, rotating in with there with him, I think it's I think it's a good choice for us to do. Um, so yeah, I think Mitch Unrein needs to come back for us. Um, maybe on another one year deal. Who knows? Um, Mike Nugent, let him go. He's a kicker. He was a terrible kicker. Like that. I mean, maybe his last game was pretty decent, but no, I, I still don't like him. There's a reason why he's bouncing around the league, and there's a reason why we, we he was our fourth kicker that this year. So I think he, he goes. I, I'm pretty sure he's going to go, and I think he should go. Uh, Lamar Houston and Sam Acho. These two guys, we have to resign, you know. Like I said before, do I think the Bears should pick up a, 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 rusher, a rusher in the draft? Uh, you know, I think so. I think they should. Only because Lamar Houston, Willie Young, Sam Macho, um, Pernell McPhee, all these guys are a little bit long in the tooth. And Isaiah Irving, I love him. You know, he's he, he's a nice, decent piece that they found, you know, um, out there, you know, in the undrafted rookies. But, you know, I, he doesn't he doesn't float my boat when it comes to, do should I should we depend on him come next year? No. I think he's going to be a backup. I think he's going to be a good backup. You know, I think he's the next Sam Macho, if anything. Uh, the next Willie Young, where he's a decent backup, and um, I think that's where he belongs at. And I think Lamar Houston and Sam Acho are pretty still decent. I think they still got some in the tank. Lamar Houston showed that this season; he still has something left in the tank. And I think maybe a one-year deal for for both of them until uh, until we get the outside linebacker position figured out. Um, I, yeah, I honestly do think so. We can't be losing pieces. You you, you can't do that. Um, Benny Cunningham. Um, I think it's just time for him to go. You can let him go. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's just, he was just useless to us. I mean, yeah, he made a couple plays here and there, but he wasn't, he wasn't anything special. Why the hell did we even have him on the field? He wasn't anything, you know, particularly good. If we needed someone to catch that had hands, we had Tariq Cohen. I mean, I know Jordan Howard can't catch a cold in the, you know, but, uh, you know, I, I think Lamar Houston is, or yeah, Lamar Houston, uh, Jordan Howard, I'm sorry, sorry guys. Uh, Jordan Howard couldn't catch a cold, um, but I think, um, but I think, uh, you know, Benny Benny Cunningham is just it's just a waste. It's just a waste of a roster spot, really, and uh, or you know, just waste of a play for him. You know, I honestly don't think that that we needed to rotate him in there. I I, I did not see him bring anything to the table, really, for the Bears. Um, anyways, um, John Jenkins, John Jenkins. Um, on our defensive line, I you know, I mean he could just let him go. I mean he really didn't show me anything that 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 I liked this off season or this season. 
you know, I could take or leave him. I mean, if we bring him back, I wouldn't be surprised. But if we let him go, I honestly would, would rather go that way. I'd rather look for something else. I think it was a big mistake that we let Jay Howard go. Um, you know, I, I honestly do think we should have resigned him. Um, Josh Bellamy. He needs to go. Josh Bellamy, he's just... All around, he's just so goddamn useless. And, the, like... You know, where the, I just let him go. Let him go to Miami. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of Josh Bellamy. You know, when he first came to Chicago, I was, I, I, I was, I was okay with him. But after a few seasons watching this guy jump and drop balls, I, I, I'm just tired of him. I honestly am, and I think the Bears organization is too. I think the Bears fans are watch, are tired of watching the Bears try to go to him as, you know, as an offensive player. And I think he's just his time here in Chicago is just over. Um, Bradley so. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, he was he was another offensive lineman that I really didn't like. Uh, one because he was just too old for my taste. I mean, if we're trying to get younger, I, I honestly didn't think he was a good choice um, to, to to back up our team. I honestly do think that if we were gonna, you know, if, if we should do anything, I, I, th- I thought we should have grabbed more younger players um, and maybe spent more money on a, on a on a good offensive line coach. You know, I you know because. <laughs> Whoever the hell this guy was. Oh, yeah, he left, too, I think, before before the Bears replaced him. Before the Bears could replace him, I'm sorry. Um, but, yeah, he left, too, to to the, Bron- to the Broncos. No, he didn't leave to the Broncos. I don't know where the hell that guy left. He left somewhere. Oh, no, he went back to the Dolphins as well. He went to the Dolphins as well to be their offensive line coach. Anyways. Uh, Washburn, I think his name was. But, anyways. Um, yeah, so I just think we need to just go younger. Um, and, honestly, I think Jordan Morgan... Um, hopefully he comes up big, you know. Uh, next up, we got, um, Andrew De Paola. Uh, should we let him go? Yeah, I mean, yeah, Patrick Sales, if Patrick Sales is coming back, yeah. Um, do I think we should look at Patrick Scales and, and him? Maybe just to double check to see if Patrick Scales doesn't, doesn't have a tweaked, or just see how the ACLs fit in him? I think we should. Uh, worst case, you know, just have another pair of legs on the field. Um, but I'm not sweating that position, though. It's it's a long snapper position. If we found one during the offseason and it wasn't a big hiccup for us, I don't think it's a big deal for us now. Um, next up, uh, two kick uh, two kickers, Pat O'Donnell and Cairo Santos are both coming up. Cairo Santos, I think we should let him go, but I don't think we will let him go, only due to the fact that I think... Um, he has the connection, the Kansas City connection with uh, Nagy, with Nagy, whatever the hell. So I think Nagy might keep him, wink, wink, wink. Anyways, uh, Pat O'Donnell, um, we should resign him only because only because there's no one else that we have. Um, and I think, like I said before, I mean, he's not good, but he's not bad. He's decent, and like, like I've been saying this whole goddamn time, we can't... We can't get rid of we can't get rid of players if we don't have anything better to replace them with, and we can't end up in the same goddamn position we were this year. You know, shuffling around with kickers. You know, we need to keep this punter, and we need to find another a better punter. Put some competition in this offseason, please. That ha- this has to be a priority this offseason is finding a kicker and a good punter, a good kicker and a good punter. Please find find both. It's not that hard. It really isn't. I feel like it isn't. You know? Um, we already found the head coach. All we gotta do is lock up Vic Fangio. 
okay? Now all we got to do, we got Trubisky, we got a running back, we got a lot of main pieces in place, we just got to find, like, the little pieces, the little pieces that can cost us a goddamn game, a kicker and a punter. You know, if we actually had a kicker and a good punter, we would be in good position most of these games. But, you know, forget us. Anyways. Moving on to a little topic I like to call useless players. <laughs> uh, useless players, by pretty much what I mean, players who are no longer, who, players who I think still in a contract, but I think we could, why we should just do away with them. Um, and it's just four. Uh, number four, we're going, we're going to go from four to one. Number four in my, on my list is, um, Quentin Demps. Quentin Demps, he's just so goddamn useless to us now. I mean, I, he did good with the Texans, but I think the Texans are more talented than he is. Um, and I think that's what made him look good, and I think that that's what got him to, to get paid over here in Chicago. Um, if we cut him now, he's only he's only going to be 700000 on the, on the... Or, I mean, a little bit under 700000 on the on the cap for us. When it comes to... Uh, so I think, yeah, I think we should cut him. Uh, number three on my list, Michael Burton, our fullback. He needs to get cut. He's not going to be anything on our list. Cap cap space wise, uh, number two on my list, Jarrell Freeman. He's five hundred thousand, but at the end of the day, he's not even going to play ten games for us. So who the hell cares? I'm pretty sure there's some type of clause in his contract that we can cut him um, if, if, if he can't play because that's his fault. That's not our fault. Um, next up is uh, number one on my list, and I'm pretty sure everyone knows this is Mike Lennon. He needs to get cut. He's a big waste on our of our roster spot. He, but I mean, he's gonna be 4.5 million on the cap hit. But <laughs> getting that neck out of here, yeah, please, let's do that. Um, let's see what else we got. So that's it for players. Let's move on to the coaches. Um, let's see. Uh, I really don't have anything really right now. I mean, we have to wait till all the cards fall. And um, I, I kind of had some ideas of who I thought Nagy would grab. Most of them were just assistants from the Eagles and the uh, and the Chiefs. Uh, mainly the Chiefs just because that's where Nagy's at. And then the Eagles is because Doug Peterson's there and he has the whole, um, he has the whole, uh, you know, uh, uh, he has the whole, whatchamacallit, the whole, uh, uh, the whole Andy Reid slash Nagy connection there. So they, so they have their own connection out there. Uh, other people who, who have a connection with, uh, with Nagy, probably with through Andy, or even through Andy Reid, he might have a connection with this. The Panthers, the uh, John Harbaugh over there in the, with the Ravens, and uh, who the hell's left? And I think that's it, really. I think that oh yeah, Pat Schumer, he 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 might have a connection with on assistance with the Vikings and stuff. So don't be surprised if you know some of those guys come up to to our to Chicago too to play for us to help us coach, um, such as uh, Corey Mathia. In a, the assistant QB coach over there in Kansas City, uh, Joe Belier, and uh, he's his he's his offensive quality control coach, and uh, Mike Kafka, Kafka, he's also an offensive quality coach, offense quality coach. So those are those are three names to really watch, and uh, TJ Paganetti, oh, an, an assistant an assistant an assistant line coach, offensive line coach. Uh, he's another name to watch. He's an assistant for the Eagles right now. Um, oh yeah, and the last name to watch for special teams coordinator is Rod Wilson. If if any of you guys recognize that name, that's because he used to play for the Bears back in uh <laughs> back in the Lovey Smith days with Dave Tobe. Um, and he was a pretty decent player on that team. Um, 
So those are just names to watch out for you guys. Um, and uh, if anyone, there's another name to watch, maybe uh, Dave Bevel from the uh, Seahawks and Tom Cable. Those are also names to watch out for. Uh, those guys just got recently. Those guys just got recently released. Those guys just got released by the Seahawks this, today. Uh, another names um, would be uh, who the hell would be Edgar Bennett, um, who used to play for the Packers as a running backs coach slash offensive coordinator this year. And um, who's the other guy? There's someone else. I had a whole list of them here. Hang on. Um. Bear with me, guys. Eh, there. Um, John Filippo, Eagles coach. I think he might, you know, if, if we can get him up to the offensive coordinator position, just to hold the title. He doesn't need to call plays. He can just run, run Nagy as offensive coordinator. Uh, Jerry Shoplinsky, he's for the Pats, uh, QB assistant coach. Uh, ben McAdoo still, has, still hasn't been snatched up by anybody. Uh, Rob Chudzinski is the coach, offensive coordinator last year. He's, he's on the street right now. Um... And that's pretty much it. I mean, Alex Van Pelt. If you can do anything else besides coach, coach quarterbacks, he used to be the quarterbacks coach for the uh, for the Packers across the across the way. So these are all just names to watch. You know, uh, maybe some Saints offense coordinator assistants as well. For uh, from uh, from what's his face uh, from uh, Brian Pace's side. Um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, it's not really much to talk about. Um, the Vikings are, uh, you know, they're going to play the Saints this weekend. So uh, I hope the Saints win, and I think they are going to win. I think uh, they're a pretty talented team. I think Dallas, Dennis Allen is a pretty good defense. I I, I do think he's going to be able to hold the, the Vikings down, uh, you know. There's only so far you can go with Case Keenum, I feel. Um, the Lions, uh, <laughs> the Lions are being the Lions, and by that I mean they're just they're just stepping everywhere. They're just stepping in poo everywhere they go. Um, they're, I think, it looks like they're about to lose Matt Patricia, who was their head candidate to be their head coach. Uh, but I think he's, uh, I think Matt Patricia's weighing on whether or not he gets the, the head coach position over in the Giants, you know? So it looks like he really wants the Giants, but if the Giants don't pick up Matt Patricia, I think he's going to settle for the Lions. Um, you know, they lost Terrell Austin, so they have no defensive coordinator now. Uh, they, lo they lost Terrell Austin to the, to the Bengals and stuff, and Jim Bob Cooter's still out there on the street, so who knows if he comes back. Um, and that's really it. It's just a, a lot of nothing for the Lions right now. Uh, if anything, it's bad so far. Um, Jim Call uh, and Jim Call is on the street as well. That's another offensive coordinator that we could look out for. For whose name? Um, not that I would want him, but still. Anyways, um, Packers. Um, they had their whole front office redesigned. Uh, they let go of uh, Elliot Wolf. He's with the Browns now. Um, and uh, they, uh, Mark Murphy, their uh, their president, their team president, uh, he hired uh, their uh, a new GM, and um, he kind of he's kind of gave uh, Mike McCarthy it looks like a telephone number his his telephone number because uh, the way it's structured now it's uh, head coach and the GM it looks like they're on equal grounds now, and they're both gonna report to Mark Murphy about stuff. Um, whether this is gonna create conflict within the organization, who knows. You know, um, especially at two important positions, uses the GM above the head coach, but now the head coach gets a say and the GM does too. Um, but it looks like Mark McCarthy might have a little more power now. So, uh, who knows what's going on over there in Green Bay. Um, they're Green Bay though. Don't, I wouldn't be too concerned if I was a Packers fan 
only because I, I think Green Bay is a well-established uh, team, you know. Um, they hired new defensive coordinator Mike Patine, um, and, um, and all that fun stuff. Um, yeah, so I think Vic Fangio and uh, Gus Bradley staying, is staying with the, with the Chargers, so I think uh, Vic Fangio staying here with the Bears I think is a big possibility. Uh, if not, there's a couple other names out there, um, that could, uh, that, that, that could bounce our way for, uh, defensive coordinating wise. Uh, Chuck Magano's still out there, so, name to watch if, uh, Vic Fangio doesn't work out for us. Uh, oh yeah, back to the Lions one more time. Um, I, if, from what I've been reading, Mark Vrabel, Mark Vrabel, Mike Vrabel might be their second choice as a head coach. So, name to watch out for the Lions. Um. But uh, if there's one thing I've been seeing is um, a lot of the, a lot of the band is splitting up in the front office and in the coaching uh, staff for the uh, for, for the Packers, um, which isn't usually a good thing. I feel like uh, usually when you split up a lot of people, or you know, when when you start letting go of a lot of people and then stretching, you know, what suppose you know you're stretching out all these other players, you know, or all these other you know people employees. I should say, uh, you're kind of putting more work onto people. If you're not adding, you know, you're, you're putting more work onto people, and I think that's a little stressful. Um, if it works, hey, you know, that's what works for the for the Packers. But honestly, it doesn't it doesn't seem like it will. I honestly don't think it will, and uh, I'm kind of happy. So, you know, half cup full. The bear, uh, the Packers are only stress the Packers are only stressing themselves out. Um, you know, so, yay, um, anyways, uh, moving on to, to the, uh, to, to the NFL, just my final thoughts on the NFL, um, the only one that I have is, uh, John Gruden, uh, his press, his press conference, if you guys haven't seen it yet, it's, it's very entertaining, it's a very entertaining, uh, 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 an introduction conference and stuff like that, because, uh, they introduced his family one by one. His parents, they weren't even there. They gave him a shout-out. Brought his kids, brought his wife. Uh, they played a little a little movie clip. of uh, It's kind of like a preview to, uh, to, 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 to the season that's ahead. Um, <laughs> and it was just a bunch of passionate speeches that John Gruden said when he used to, when he used to coach for the Raiders back in the, in, back in the beginning of the 2000s. Um, it, was, it was entertaining, though. I'll say that. It was entertaining. It was a little, it was a little cheesy at times because it's just like what, you know? It's like remember him, remember that voice, you know? And you, and they hear, then you hear John Gruden say something, you know, John Grudeny, you know, like everyone plays, you know, for blah blah blah, whatever the hell. Anyways, sorry, my that's a terrible John Gruden impression, but anyways, uh, it, it was fun to watch nonetheless. If you guys want to watch it, go on YouTube and YouTube uh, press conference Raiders John Gruden, whatever the hell. Um, it, it was fun though to watch, and and uh, and at first I wasn't very excited about John Gruden during the Raiders, but now I kind of am. It kind of gets you excited for the for the Raiders, you know. It, it really is nice to see that, you know, that they're bringing everything back together. Um, <laughs> it's also nice to see them pull a little bit of Al Davis. It's nice to see that Al Davis is is still a, kind of alive in, in in that organization. And by that I mean making these crazy decisions. You know, they're still making these wild decisions. That's such the Raiders, you know. Um, and if it works, that'd be, that'd be the best kind of Raiders, you know? It's like, they make crazy decisions, but they work, you know? And it's fun to see a team come out of left field, you know? 
I think it is. I really do. Now, then moving on to the uh, to the Bears press conference with Nagy. Uh, Nagy, he was fun to watch too. I mean, it was nice hearing him talk. It wasn't as exciting as the uh, Raiders, but nonetheless, it was very nice to see how Nagy performs, how Nagy you know acts, and all that fun stuff. <coughs> His responses to reporters, uh, very um, very. You know, the the man looks like he controls, you know, a room. It really does. Um, and, and, and it puts a lot of, puts puts me a little at ease to know that he's in charge of the team. Um, a little more straightforward about things. He does, he's not vague, you know. he He's not vague at all with reporters, you know. Um, they asked him a question. It, 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 he didn't, uh, he wasn't vague like John Fox. John Fox is like, well, you know, this and that. Uh, uh, this didn't work, that didn't work. And uh, things just don't happen that way. No. They asked him. Who was calling the plays in the Titans versus Chiefs game in the playoff wild card, wild card game last weekend? And he said he was. And he went straight up. He's like, I called a bad game. Uh, not word for word, but this is just the summary of what he said. He said, I called a bad game. I'm owning up to it. And I'm going to learn from it. And you, I'm never going to make that kind of mistake again. Which is nice to see. Failure is the best teacher. Anyways, it's nice to see that. Um, I, I thought it was pretty cool to see a coach, you know, come up a little honest for the Bears. You know, John Fox wasn't very that honest. Uh, maybe once in a while, maybe once in a season. But, you know, he just, other than that, it was a lot of trying to be smoking mirrors. But it never worked out for John Fox. Um, anyways, um, I know Donald Football hasn't played yet, guys. But uh, it's nice to be optimistic. Just be a little optimistic right now, you guys. You can't be, you know, downers on, on Nagy. I know he doesn't have that coaching experience, but neither did Sean McVay, you know. And, uh, you know, it's it's nice to see us give someone a chance on offense that's, that's young. So, with that being said, uh, hope you guys enjoyed my podcast. Wow, 30 minutes. Okay, that was really long. I did not think it was going to last that long. Anywho, um, sorry about that, you guys. I think I might have collected too much information. Um, I'm going to try to make... Uh, uh, I'll try to make more podcasts shorter again. Uh, I, I did not think the podcast was going to last this long. Sorry about that, you guys. Anywho, um, moving on. We'll just, uh, you know, next next podcast I bring out will probably be when we uh, get a defensive coordinator, whether that's Vic Vanjie or not, who knows. Um, some assistant coaches, uh, you know, um, some other things, the Lions, the Packers, whoever the hell else comes in. We'll see. We'll see what we see. Um, but until then, you guys, um, you know, go Bears, uh, bear down, uh, go Nagy. Uh, you know, hopefully everything turns out for the best. Uh, so yeah, bear down, go Bears. Peace.